Welcome to The Lunch Table, where real friends who are real pastors having real conversations you may or may not have said out loud once you've left The Lunch Table. Welcome back to The Lunch Table. Just like in life, we have missed each other for the last couple of weeks, and so we are glad to be back around the lunch table. Summer schedules are crazy. Mm-hmm. What is the thing that throws your rhythm off the most over the summer, but also what is your favorite thing about a summer rhythm for you guys right now? Nate, you go first. Nate, what's the thing that throws your schedule off the most during the summer, but what's also your favorite thing about the summer schedule? Yeah, so this summer, that answer is way different than usual. What's throwing me off is way more um, downtime as far as the daily tasks go. (laughs) Um, Usually have an intern, usually have a lot more going on. So that's been way different. Killed my rhythm, been really odd. But my favorite thing about that has been like, I get to have like Hayden, my six-year-old with me, like on mornings, like he'll go with me to run errands and stuff as opposed to, you know, that's intern time or work time. So definitely a lot more time with the fam, which has been great. All right, Drew, what about you, man? Yeah, yeah. So definitely, like, this year especially, like, not having my kids was really, you know, really interesting. But I think a lot of times what happens in summer is that it's always really unpredictable. Yeah. And and, uh, for for us, like, we changed around our timing on VBS this year, uh, which actually worked out really well for me because it was before our camp, which is today. Um, So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very committed to the podcast guys um, but, <laughs> yeah, um, um, but the um but yeah so like having vbs before camp means that uh when i get back from picking up my kids in a week um i literally have nothing like i have no events basically planned wow. so like the rest of the summer is free for like relational time with students and taking my kids to work and planning and getting ready for the fall. So, which is like, I've never had that. <laughs> so and that's throwing me off a little bit. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's funny cause mine is similar. Like we um, hit the beginning of the summer. Uh, cause like the high school students get out of school so late that even your interns are there. So by the time you kind of finish out youth, you know, graduation stuff, hit your summer kickoff event. And then there's other things Then you're trying to get into your summer programming, your summer things. Uh, camp was was boom right on us so we're actually I got back from camp uh, last week and went on a vacation so like it was like super hectic and now literally this week everything has like slowed way down which is weird so I don't know which one I like more I don't know this was the first day that I I didn't have to get up and get in to the office early and it was weird because I don't know if I liked sleeping in a little bit more or if I feel bad for not jumping on the day and getting mm. going. So I feel like that's the ups and downs of a summer schedule for me yeah. and that kind of thing. So today is going to be interesting because, Drew, you said you're leaving. So we record this on Wednesdays, right? Yeah. So this will, I don't know when you guys will listen, but you're leaving this afternoon for camp. Yep. So my question for Drew is, is what's going through your mind as you're trying to like, get all those last minute details and all the things in your head and then nate from a lead pastor perspective how what's going through your mind trying to like support and encourage and like what's going through a lead pastor's mind as their youth ministry is getting ready to to go out and to camp and missions trips and day trips and 
hangouts and all that kind of thing. So Drew, I'll let you go first since you have the most on your mind right now. Yeah. What is yeah. what is on your head in this exact moment getting ready to leave for camp? What is on your head other than the perfect camp backwards hat and hairdo right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, other than the perfect uh, combination of, you know, hair done and backwards hat, um, I have everything on my mind. Just absolutely <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, honestly, like legit, I, uh, I feel like I'm just constantly like it's like flipping through like money forms. Uh, when is the bus getting here? Are they going to get here on time? Is it going to rain on the way there? Like, <laughs> like, ah! like, yeah, I've checked yeah. the weather like three times this morning, you know, those kind of things, you know, like that kind of random crap. Um, uh, and then it's uh, upheld going that direction by every text message that I've gotten in the last five minutes, which is at least, <laughs> at least like six. <laughs> right. So, um, and so I, but also like in all legitimacy, I think this morning I woke up and, and my like, um, I'm already kind of like emotionally like, okay, you know, predisposed, predisposed, that's a word, mm -hmm. um, to, um, to being like overwhelmed, especially because, uh, last year really sucked um for mm -hmm. me um and we can talk about that maybe next episode or something like that um but um coming up to this one i was like realizing that i kind of have a little bit of ptsd from that um yeah not like in all legitimacy not not like okay i'm not gonna go get diagnosed or whatever that's not what i'm saying but like it just kind of feels like that um to me but in the way of everything is done and planned and ready to go and so i actually had time to sit down and film podcasts this morning you know which yeah. is freaking amazing um but um but also just kind of like with that emotional stuff in the mix like waking up and feeling a little stressed but then also being really excited because it's also like the largest camp that i've that i've had at this church you know like got 85 people going with us all right really awesome so it's definitely like which is like more than our average for for wednesday nights which is yeah that that's not usually how that works right you know so it's yeah. just like i'm like that's I'm, i'll take that <laughs> it's like yeah for know, sure. just, but just like really excited just because i feel like god's gonna do something really really great and so we'll we'll see what happens big time that's, that's what's so wild about camp is like like the first day is so hectic and then right when you're like oh you take a deep breath and then it's like the last day like it's yeah. like there's something about camp that just goes by so fast because yeah. there's just so much going on and that kind of thing but nate from a lead pastor's perspective as you hear drew just kind of go through that and you you've gone through that before leading camps and things like that what's going through your head as your youth pastor is getting ready to i don't know if he's already gone to camp or not but like what's going yeah. through your head as your youth pastor is getting ready to head off yeah so our camp is uh the very like the very end of July, like that first week of August. So they haven't done those yet. Um, but man, in my case, just as lead, I mean, I want to really just support everybody. And and I even staffed, you know, with our, our children's pastor yesterday and like trying to work out the finances and things. Cause you know, we don't have a budget and there's volunteers. So it's like, I'm just trying to support them as much as I possibly can, you know, behind the scenes. And, and also, um, it, it's weird as a lead pastor, like you don't want to be that guy that's like, I want to be around if you don't want me around but um but in our case like i'm going to kids camp as a counselor to be the male counselor which is really cool for me and then 
for the team camp, I get to go. They're having me come in and like just do the adult breakouts, like speak to the adults there and pour into them. So that I love that role, but I'm not gonna lie. So this year being the first time I've ever not led the camps, you know, I go as a counselor for kids camp and then I'm that guy that reserved hotel room last night <laughs> for my two nights at that oh. camp. <laughs> oh. 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 oh my God. You know, just because to make sure no. there's plenty of room, you know, I don't want to take up one of their rooms two nights. That is the worst <laughs> since i can't the be there worst. always i don't oh. want to make them have to pay for that you know you so know i i'll take one for the team and stay over yeah. there and um yeah and then just get to go be i get to pour in and hang out and then be well rested be, be well know, rested, comfortable stable. yeah he's, he's probably gonna go me. run to a nice restaurant like during oh. lunch and dinner and he's probably oh. gonna door dash things in all that I kind can, of stuff I could hear it now, but legit, lead pastor, I need a getaway anyways. And I'm a weird one that one of my, my getaway is going to team camp. So that's kind of cool. But See, it, it slipped. Well, it slipped because if you go uh, because to a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love how a lead pastor says, while my youth guy is going to be working 24-7 for a full week, I need to get away. Like, I do. Like, no, I, for so, personal reasons, personal reasons. But um, yeah. legit, though, um, I just want to be able to be there, support, hang out. I'm looking <laughs> forward to that. Um, but it's hard for me because I'm like, yeah, I'm not leading it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. So just to let our groups be. And so, like, for us, <laughs> um, I have been trying to help with, like, behind the scenes drama and behind issue you know volunteer issues and mm -hmm. just really a, more of a, a support role right like hey as we're looking at this you know how can i help um well like with drew i connected with him yesterday like man how can i pray for your group specifically like mm -hmm. yeah. what do you need you know um while you're there while your boots on the ground you're going 100 miles a minute like yeah you know to have you know people around you just lifting you up and and plus, like having done youth ministry for so long, I know you, you youth pastors, you have specific like desires for that camp for students. You know what those students are going through. You know what they need. And so to be able to just help with that and be a part of that, um, you know, I, in one case, I helped one volunteer figure out their schedule to where they can get things done and be there, you know, like literally whatever. So it's, it's, it's a very different role, but I just want to support them, but also, you know, be able to be poured into myself. So it's, it's a good combo. Yeah. So, so Drew, I got a question for you. Give me leading up to this moment. All right. Give me your good, the bad, the ugly. Tell me what you feel like you've done better. Like what's the best thing you've done getting ready for this camp? Tell me the thing that you wish you would have done a little bit better. Like, the, you know, to say like, we needed to do this. I just wish I would have done this better. And then if there was anything that there was anything that happened leading up to this camp that you're like, next year, I do not want this to happen again. Like we need to nip this in the bud. So we're not dealing with this again next year. So we call it good, the bad, the ugly. I'm just kind of curious. What is your, what is that for you right now leading into this camp this week? Yeah, honestly, leading in, I feel like, um, feel like I honestly like the good part is that I'm like today I am prepped like the whole mm. thing is done like like as of yesterday at like noon we were good right you know like every little detail um and uh and on top of that I've just been like part of how we got there was by um 
just being able to delegate well and be able to like find these passions of a few of our you know volunteers that are going with us and just like letting them run in them and uh you know like i've got this really good example is a i've got this nurse that's coming with us and um she's like i will just take care of all the medicine stuff you know like i'll, I'll sit at the nice. check-in table right. i'll i'm gonna buy a box for it i'm gonna make a form for it i'll do all this i'll i'll divvy it out when we're there all that kind of stuff whatever i'm like sold <laughs> you know so yeah. like but like uh and that one's like a normal one i feel like most everybody can find somebody that's you know anal enough to be able to do that and do it well you know um but uh like way beyond that stuff like i've got someone who is like their entire job at camp is like av you know i've got somebody who's like taking mm -hmm. care of all the small group leaders like i've got you know so like um there is way less pressure on me this year which is so freeing and so like right now i feel spiritually more prepared to go to camp yeah as a spiritual leader than i ever have um and that's something that like I would have paid money for, you know, like, you know, like, um, like that kind of thing. Um, but, um, but yeah, so I think part of that is that, uh, the bad part, um, is that I didn't do that early enough. Um, like I probably, I wish I would have done that in January, not, um, not in May, you know? Okay. Um, and so I feel like a bunch of those things that I really was already working on, uh, would have already would have already been done um not like a week and a half ago but a month ago or two months ago um and so um I just you mean feel like, like you mean like confirming leaders and having people like what when you say you're because you mentioned the spiritual I'm, i think i'm a little bit curious are you talking about like you wish you were more like spiritually engaged in january <laughs> or no, more no, no, recruiting no. leaders and things like that in january not necessarily recruiting leaders because i had had the leaders going but like letting them take over things earlier mm, you know like yeah. that kind of thing because i feel like the the tasks would have already been done and it would have been mm, a little bit gotcha. like it wasn't even that much of a rush because we were all working together doing it but it was like it could be it could have been even better if we would have done yeah. that um yeah. the ugly part um which is i you know I, in my mind this is where the lead pastor conversation always comes in with camp um, is uh, is that because I have way more people than I thought that we were going to have going to camp, um, it's costing more because we had to bring more leaders and yeah. gas prices are like double what they were in, you know, November when I was planning this trip and, you know, setting up the cost and all that stuff. Um, and so I'm probably going to end up being over budget on it. Um, so while that's ugly, one. it's, it's, it's tough. Thankfully, like, uh, total church like this is technically July 1st is our fiscal year and so since this happen happens after it they have like a special like okay this is from this fiscal year but it's going to camp you know like little fun um, but uh, we had a really apparently we had a pretty solid year and it won't be like a we didn't have money for this blah blah you know like it's not <laughs> like that it's just like a yeah let's plan better for next year you know so uh, hopefully hopefully that conversation will continue to be that way but uh that's definitely i mean I, there's some things that i could not have i couldn't foresee gas prices being the way that they are now yeah um you know and stuff like that but you know it's, it's think, a thing i think this is hard too because like this this isn't fair right it's not fair because when you're a youth pastor 
you get started for all sorts of reasons, but being an accountant and a, you know, like to, to try to figure out prices and trips and gas and buses and extra leaders, like yeah. I think sometimes um, people just think that you're good at that and you're going, well, like that sometimes, I don't know if it takes time to learn, but it's not, that's not always yeah. our natural strengths. That's some youth pastors' natural strengths, but not all of our natural strength to learn not, all that. But it's something that not comes Not the three across. of us. That's for darn sure. <laughs> <laughs> I say over three on this podcast. <laughs> no. And, you know, I think like I always come back to like, usually the best youth pastors like if they're like the best youth pastors don't usually come from the accounting world you know what i mean it's a certain kind of personality that loves numbers and charts now i will say like i've had a few guys on my team that are really great at that and they and the, so i've seen the, the the exception but that stuff is hard like i think people forget how hard it is to look down and be like okay this is how much i think it's gonna cost you know and it's a lot of pressure and that kind of thing yeah, I, um, I would say it's better to have all the other skills and have to work on that in youth ministry, especially. Yeah. Like an accountant trying to become a relational youth pastor would not be great. <laughs> yeah, I will say that one of the things that um, like our associate pastor, who he's like associate and assimilation or whatever, um, he is um, he actually is a former accountant. <laughs> And, mm -hmm. and um but like has a real real heart for ministry and i think that those people that are like him like are definitely like very rare number one but um he's the probably the first like money pastor person <laughs> that that i've yeah. like actually worked with where it's like okay if we if we have if we're doing something like if we if we can do something or if something needs to happen we need to just do it and then let God bring the money in and like, like make it happen that way. And so it's like one of those things where it's like, wow, that's incredible. You know, that, that you have somebody that's like, okay, he's in charge of the money, but it's also, um, ministry first money, money only happens so that we can have ministry, which I don't, yeah. he's the only one that I've ever known. That's like that. So there's that. <laughs> that's awesome. So Drew, are you doing the speaking and what's, what's your primary role for this week of camp? So I'm doing the speaking. Um, I'm doing the speaking and I have a small group, um, which is like, it's my normal small group of guys. Um, but, uh, I'm not even doing all the speaking actually either. So it's a main role is like, um, leading all the leaders. Um, and, uh, leading all the leaders and then just kind of like keeping all the camp details together and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. and like, you know, schedule and all that deal. So, um, from there, basically it's just kind of like just making sure it happens the way that it needs to happen. Honestly, I'm, which is a, a real change for me from last year. I had last year, I had like a crazy anomaly happen where I had somebody lined up to do worship and oh, they yeah. ended up dropping out yeah. and and they were supposed to do worship and and a small group and stuff and it was like our worship pastor actually from here and um last minute we had a death in the church and they had to do the funeral and stuff which was so oh, it, that sucked so bad but it was i literally preached or i led worship then preached then led a small group seven times 
in five days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So it was like, it was like, oh man, that was so that, tough. that was so bad. I literally like had this prayer and was like at the last one, I was like, God, I'm I'm serious. I'm done. My uh, I can't do this. I was like, I was like, my voice was starting to quit on me. Um, you know, even just for talking, forget singing. And I was like, I was like, God, if this is gonna happen, it's gonna be on you because I I can't do it. It's like, it's yeah. like I, my my spirit is willing, but my body is starting to say no. So like, but um, but yeah. So this year, that was one of the things of delegation that I was just like, I just I can't I can't be like that anymore can't can't do that that was scriptural but r kelly has a song about that as well just throwing that out <laughs> i don't even know uh, what song you're talking i don't about. know what song you're talking about either i don't my, my mind oh, my... no <laughs> so here's my question for if you're still listening and you don't take a group to camp right like let's say let's say you're you're listening to this and you're like i haven't taken a group to camp or or i run a non-for-profit or I play a different role in the um, in the church or something like that. Here's here's yeah. my question. And this is what I was thinking about. And I think this is where it relates. And Nate, you'll be interested to hear, I'm, I'm really interested to hear your thought on this. Yes, sir. Why do we do camp? Like why camp? Why this week of, you know, extra work and stress and, you know, money and all those things. And why do we not prioritize a week like this with the rest of the church after they graduate high school? Like, I've always wondered, like, camp is such an impactful thing, but um, I don't feel like, I, I mean, I know like uh, churches like have mission trips and they'll go to like, my, my last church went to Israel and um, things like that. So I'm just kind of curious if there's a, if we can figure out the why we do camp, it does that overflow into why we should be doing things like this for people after camp, for our parents, for our adults, for our young adults, all those kind of things. So, um, yeah. So why why do we do camp, and is there overflow for there uh, out of that answer that that goes towards other people as well? Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. I, I, man, I love that question because I think a hundred percent. I mean, you you need to know the why behind it because. Um, I had a moment just last week, um, a group coming in, we have in our denomination called IYC International Youth Convention, where they were passing through and surprised us on a Wednesday night. And it was a good friend in her group. And I was like, what's up? You know, it was awesome. And I went out to dinner with them and it's like, hey, tell me about IYC. And of course, all the conversation was about the dude in downtown San Antonio with a skirt on that we didn't know, you know, whatever. Like, and the stories were just like, they were hilarious and they were fun, but if I'm some, you know, trustee sitting here thinking, <laughs> oh, wow, well, we just paid $900 for you to, you know, run around downtown. Like, people don't get it, right? And right. that's the problem. But why you do it and why you're youth pastor and hopefully your staff still pushes for these camps and these trips is because it legit creates such a moment of just outside of their comfort zone, outside of their normal, uh, getting away from the routines of life, craziness, and... I mean, just an opportunity um, to be reached in a different way, um, especially like like for Drew this week, I can already tell, I mean, you've got an incredible worship leader, you've got an incredible team, you got all these people ready. You're gonna be more available for direct relational one-on-one -on -one ministry this week than you would probably be in a normal Monday through Friday week at church, you know? Oh, yeah. um, just the opportunities of discussions and plus when it's a trip, 
you know, it might not be just that one moment, but it could end up being in the restaurant on the way. Like you just have so many opportunities to have these things happen. And, and I do believe it should overflow and happen. As a matter of fact, I, I've been convicted my first two years as lead pastor, we did these family life conferences where we got away, right? Yeah. And um, I blame Chip Taylor for moving to Arizona, why those stuff, but that's just personal. <laughs> no, um, but we did, we did these family life conferences at their cabin in Morganton. And I still have people talk to me about those to this day. Um, mm. Just, and these are adults. This is it's like, I don't know, not how, not say that awkwardly, but like adult camp or whatever. Like it was yeah. literally for families yeah. where we hired childcare and we had adult breakouts and, and man, just adults hanging out at the campfire at night. And we even had, they had a huge basement and the nanny even slept downstairs with all the kids. And so <laughs> you literally just had time to play cards and talk about life and, and laugh and cry. And so, and I, and, and one of our breakthroughs for our church happened. I remember one of our leaders who'd been there from the beginning had said on that trip, he says, Nate, I, I truly, for the first time, I see things are going to happen. I mean, I, I things get ready, man. Things are about to, to explode and just being away. I don't know, man, you get away and, and those moments happen. So yes, it's huge to have these things for youth and we need to be better about, you know, having those for outside of youth group as well. hundred percent. Yeah. What about you, Drew? Why, why camp? And you think that, that the, the concept of the, why we do camp should overflow to other ministries as well. Yeah, um, honestly, I think the the why of camp is is really just the time that you that you get to build on, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's the thing that like when you really think about it, like I think and I, it's something that I try to really instill into our volunteers, like even for you know the year, you know, on Wednesday nights, it's like okay, a Wednesday night is not just a Wednesday night, right? Like God can do anything on any random Wednesday night for sure, but it's like the the thing is that like when you've got you know youth ministry going on through the year it's you're going from week to week and yeah. like you've got all this time in between the times that you are like talking with them you see them for three hours if you're lucky <laughs> you know if they come for the whole you know you know hanging out beforehand or whatever you get three hours with them and once a week for for like maybe nine months right and it's like in between that they have all these hours of like being on their phone and social media and all their friends and all this stuff in between when you get to camp it's literally like hours upon hours upon hours yeah. that you are just with them right and it's like sometimes just being with them and being around them and being able to like do all that stuff it just takes it takes what you like can accomplish during the week on a on a random ministry night and like you think about through the process of a year and it's like okay what you can accomplish on wednesday nights and stuff yeah you can there's some great things that can happen in a kid's life on wednesday nights if they come to youth group regularly like that but if it's like literally throwing a magnifying glass on that and it's like let's just crunch all that into one week you know it's right. like that's the that's like the best thing is like that you have so much opportunity right and like for us like we get rid of phones get rid of all distractions and stuff like that and it's just like okay it's a distraction free area that that you have as much time as you want to be intentional with these kids and it's like you just don't that just doesn't happen you know there's no space for that other than camp 
I think there's space. Like I was just thinking like the weekly program is like the marathon, right? You're right. playing the long game. You're pacing yourself. It's, it's yeah. every week, every whatever. Whereas camp is like a sprint. Both the both are important to sports, right? Like yeah. there's 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 the Boston Marathon, which hundreds of thousands of people watch, but then there's the hundred meter dash that people right. watch, you know, every four years at the Olympics, I guess. I don't think anybody watches it any other time, but you know what I mean? <laughs> but but both are both are important. Both, you know, both yeah. are needed. And I was thinking about this as you guys were talking. I was thinking about this concept of maybe we can even talk about this on the next episode or another episode, but if you're leading any kind of ministry, I feel like there has to be relational time with your, your, with your leaders, right? Like you have them over for dinner or you go out for lunch or you, you build a relationship one-on-one, but then I think there's encouraging events, which is like a barbecue for your whole team or some sort of thank you. But if you can fit, like, I know a lot of people are part-time, but if you can fit a weekend retreat, I mean, we call it all sorts of different things for adults, but a weekend retreat, yeah. a conference, a yeah. something, just the good that comes out of that, you know, for yeah. us, you know, for us, just the launching pad it is for so many students mm-hmm. to go to camp and to create those memories and to have those moments. I will say something about camp. I do feel like I tend to remember the good things long run, long term. <laughs> way more than the bad things now i do come back like usually there's a lot of like stress in the in the short term like you right. like nate was yeah. saying about like oh my gosh you're walking through downtown san antonio and this like i remember walking through ybor city once and this guy's like i'll lick your shoe he goes like i'll lick the bottom of your shoe and everyone's like what and like he would just go and like he would grab and there's all of course there's always like that student who's like yeah my shoe my shoe and he like <laughs> lifts up his shoe and this guy he takes a full lick you know heel to toe of the bottom of this kid's shoe you know there's things like that where you're just like oh yeah. my gosh but at the end I'm of the from day Tampa. i know that guy <laughs> <laughs> that guy's like legit famous <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah it's, it is disgusting but you know at the end of the day i do remember just like so much more the students opening up and and yeah. you know we had some students this year that opened up that i never thought i'd see wow. talk in a million years and i think that's true for adults i'll say this i'm gonna do my one minute wrap up and then i'll let you guys do your one minute wrap up my one minute wrap up is a little bit maybe more of a vent than a wrap up but i will say this i think too many people have this ideal separation between what students go through and what adults go through Mm. and at the end of the day i think what i've learned it's almost the same Mm. like students breakthroughs on a camp or retreat i've seen adults have breakthroughs on retreats and my leaders have breakthroughs on uh, at camp right like the same things that students are going through anxiety feeling separated lack of friends hurt resentment pain all of those things are true for adults too like there's never this point where there's this flip where you're like oh now i'm adult now i don't have those things in my life and so i think for me my one minute takeaway is whatever we're willing to do for students i I think we should be open-minded to be doing for us as well me included me going on a retreat me going to my you know summit and ia is my adult camp right when i go to i intern academy retreat that's my adult camp right and summit is my adult mats retreat where i get to kind of go through those things so anyways that might have been more than a minute but that was just my thought of that's why we should continue doing these things. If we believe it's if, if we believe it's good enough for students, we should believe it's good enough for adults too. Yeah, honestly, I feel like um, 
can and honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna stay on this little soapbox that matt just pulled out um, <laughs> um legitimately um i think that a big issue with all that stuff is that there's this like this like stigma that what students go through isn't real yeah right like that it's like oh well yeah but they're a teenager and so it's like heightened and their brain isn't all the way formed and blah 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 and it's like I no, I think that just as a generation, there's thing things are better defined for them, right? Like it's not just like, oh, he's sad. We should do things to make him cheer up, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, like it's like it's like, no, that kid's going through real depression. And he just got his first dose of antidepressants last week. And um, it's really because his grandma just died and he's like really just can't handle it. And it's like, okay that is a real thing you know, it's like if we can finally just accept as like a culture that like the things that these kids are going through are real and not only is like on top of that like it's if anything it's just the same stuff that we're all the adults are going through anyway you know it's like and there's things that we could probably learn from like okay let's just name these things what they are and and like face them with this God who really does love us and want to send us through these things in a way that's actually healthy for us. Like if we can do that as a, you know, as adults, you know, there's things like those breakthroughs would happen with adults, you know, exactly what, what Matt was saying. Like, and, um, and I think the, like one of the best things about, um, about what, um you know like even think think about like doing things as a family like that family camp kind of style that that nate was talking about like yeah. and that that could go a real long way to like be able yeah. to open up with a family setting around like your kids being ministered to and at the same time you're you and your spouse are being ministered to like man i wish there was something that that was like that around here <laughs> you know it's like yeah it's like man and, and i mean the thing is like maybe you know we could create things like that but like finding room to make space for those is, is so important for sure oh. yeah well yeah that's that's a good inspiration to make those things happen and trying to figure out ways to do it and so since you both took up way more than a minute i'll just make mine <laughs> short and sweet I was wondering what you were doing on your phone. Mm, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, you're welcome. That That's my one minute takeaway. <laughs> I, just, I don't even know. Hey, was saying that this is, we are out of time. This is the lunch table. Thank you so much for joining us, but don't forget either it's whether it's before your trip before your retreat before your camp go out to lunch with a group of people laugh enjoy take a mental break but definitely don't forget to do it afterwards you know go out with those people this is the lunch table peace out peace, peace.